From Radio Cayman's Newsroom, I'm Shana Gallego with your latest news. The Minimum Wage Advisory Committee is seeking the public's feedback on the country's next national minimum wage. Radio Cayman's Felicia Rankin-Solins reports. From June 20th to July 31st, the public is asked to give their feedback by way of completing an online survey on SurveyMonkey to share their thoughts and concerns. Just this week, we're now launching our public consultation phase. Mm-hmm. We're engaging in a round of, of public engagement so that the public can now have an opportunity to ask questions, to get answers, to hear others' opinions. And this is an opinion-gathering moment for the work. Chairman of the Minimum Wage Advisory Committee, Lemuel Hurlston, encourages the public to give their feedback as the data gathered will assist the MWAC in driving the community forward. At the end of which, we will take into account all the advice that's been given. We'll listen to all the complaints, and we'll try to make that delicate balance between the rights of the worker versus the rights of the employer to to run a fair business. The MWAC is comprised of 16 members representing employers, employees, and members of the community, including youth and the sister islands, and meets weekly since convening on January 25, 2023. The MWAC continues to collect and review the necessary data, which they will consider when making the recommendation in a report due to Cabinet by September 30th. Community town hall meetings are also in the works and will be announced as soon as arrangements are finalized. Printed surveys will be made available at the district public libraries after July 4th. To keep updated on the public consultation campaign, like and follow Minimum Wage Cayman on Facebook and Instagram at Minimum Wage KY, and the MWAC can also be contacted via email at minimumwage at gov.ky. I'm Felicia Rankin-Zollins. Persons can also complete the survey by visiting the Ministry of Border and Control webpage or by visiting surveymonkey.com. Cabinet approves three coastal works projects during their June 13th meeting. Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller has more on those and other decisions. The first of the three coastal work permits was for the construction of a private residential boat lift in West Bay. They then gave the green light for two private residential docks also nearby in the Block 11C area. Next up was the approval for several companies to make application to the Grand Court for restoration to the Cayman Islands Register of Companies. This was followed by a series of board appointments, including Twyla Escalante as deputy chair for the Refugee Protection Appeals Tribunal. Cabinet also accepted the resignation of Langston Sibley's as chair. More than 15 reappointments and appointments were approved for the National Council for Persons with Disabilities. And then Cabinet approved the temporary appointment of Suzette Stewart as Health Practice and Facilities Inspector. Finally, Cayman's leaders reviewed and noted the Office of the Director of Public Prosecution's 2022 Annual Report and Financial Statements. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Carsley Fuller. You can find the full Cabinet summary online at gov.ky. As storms begin to develop during the 2023 hurricane, United Kingdom officials are checking in with overseas territories to discuss assistance if and when it is needed. CIGTV's Donna Bush has more. The UK's Minister of State for the Armed Forces, the Right Honorable James Heapy, visited Grand Cayman for 24 hours this week. He met with government officials, Governor Owen, the Cayman Islands Police Service, the Regiment, and the Coast Guard. 
Discussions surrounded the United Kingdom's annual plan to provide the overseas territories support during the 2023 hurricane season using the HMS Dauntless. Look, we know how challenging this season is for uh, communities across the Caribbean. We know that you know, no one ever knows at the start of the season whether this is the one where the big hurricane comes. And therefore, we understand the anxiety that governments across the Caribbean have to know that there's a UK Royal Navy asset in the region to support you should the worst happen. So this year, the destroyer HMS Dauntless uh, will be in the Caribbean. She's an incredibly capable ship. Uh, on which embarked is uh, a helicopter and a number of launches, a fantastic crew. And then, you know, she's the, the foundation of a contribution because if it was to be a really big storm, then, you know, this is a sort of, there's a scalable thing for, of, of assets back in the UK that can be flown forward very quickly because we understand how important the role that the UK plays is in giving you the resilience should the worst happen. The regiment is one of several agencies at the heart of disaster recovery here in the Cayman Islands. The Right Honourable Heapy shared his thoughts on how the regiment is doing and whether he thinks they can deliver when disaster strikes. You know, given that the regiment is still so young, it's an incredible achievement by uh, the Cayman Islanders to generate a regiment with that much competence so quickly. The UK MOD is so proud to be supporting that regiment and will continue to do so, but we shouldn't be taking the credit. What's incredible is that your government and your people have raised that regiment so quickly and so soon into its life, it already has such an incredible range of capabilities. The United Kingdom government part-funded the RCIPS's helicopter. Minister Heapy did say the asset is great for protecting Cayman and responding to threats both locally and regionally when needed. That's CIHTV's Donna Bush there. The Cayman Islands Customs and Border Control, CBC, confirms today they've repatriated four migrants to the Republic of Cuba on June 8th and one on June 19th. The five male migrants were accompanied by CBC officers on two separate non-chartered Cayman Airways flights, which departed Grand Cayman for Havana, Cuba. To date, 79 irregular migrants have been repatriated back to the Republic of Cuba. Police are investigating an aggravated burglary which happened near Bolton's Avenue West Bay on Tuesday. It was reported that around 10.45 a.m. that day, the complainant heard a sound coming from the back door. On closer inspection, an unknown male was seen inside the mesh-enclosed porch, attempting to open the back door into the house with a knife in his hand. The complainant screamed and the male ran off. Nothing was reported stolen from the residence. The man was described as about 5'7", of slim build and dark complexion, wearing a white shirt and blue jean shorts with a white shirt covering his face. The incident is being investigated by the police. Anyone with information or who saw anything suspicious in the area around this time is encouraged to call the West Bay Police Station at 949-3999. Anonymous tips can also be provided directly to the RCIPS confidential tip line at 949-7777 or via the rcips.ky website. In other local news... 
An upcoming biodiversity strategy workshop will bring together local public, private and non-profit stakeholders to develop a unifying vision and strategic priorities for biodiversity in the UK overseas territories, including the Cayman Islands. The Cayman Islands Department of Environment, DOE, is leading the workshop in collaboration with visiting representatives from the Joint Nature Conservation Committee, JNCC. The committee is the public body that advises the UK government and devolved administrations on UK-wide and international nature conservation. And we'll leave you with this one. Local primary students continue to cross the stage as they prepare to move on up to secondary school in the fall. CIGTV's Simon Boxall reports. Year 6 students from throughout the Cayman Islands are saying goodbye to their primary school years and preparing for their secondary school education. East End Prospect and Sir John A. Cumber Primary Schools are the most recent institutions to celebrate school leavers. In East End, District Native and Physician Dr. Tonita Rankin affirmed pupils of, on their value to the Cayman Islands. But let me be clear, this is not the end. It is a start of a new chapter. Now, as we step into the wider world beyond these halls, remember that Eastern Primary has given you tools to handle whatever comes your way. Your best is yet to come. Embrace the opportunities that come your way. Moving on to Prospect Primary, an inspirational address was given by head girl Haley Estwick under the theme Pursuing Excellence. We expect a special thanks to our year six teachers. Mr. Finally, the students of Sir John A. Cumber Primary School said their goodbyes to their teachers and friends in a special ceremony. We are trailblazers, trendsetters, future leaders, politicians, doctors, lawyers, entrepreneurs, and preparers. Let us go forth and conquer the world. CIG TV will continue to provide coverage throughout the school leaving and graduation season. That's CIHTV's Simon Boxall there. That is your latest local news. From Radio Cayman's Newsroom, I'm Shanda Gallego.